0: we I gotta be honest, I feel like we've been living in a fever dream or something with all of the things we have going on in our lives right now, a lot of which we're going to be talking about, and a lot of which has been incredibly hot. We're going to get to that shortly, but first we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an ever-growing community of people that are looking to connect with others. If you are new to the lifestyle, if you're looking to dip your toe in, Cassidy is the perfect place to start because it allows you to do a lot of different things depending on what you want out of the lifestyle. If you want to see major events and buy tickets, you can. If you'd rather connect with people one-on-one or two-on-two, you can do that as well. Or if you're just information seeking, if you want to hop into the communities like ours called Front Porch Swingers and our Vegas Hot Wives community, you can. You can just start learning about the lifestyle and really understanding where you fit in it. So if you want to try all of that for free for an entire month, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on. On the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the home page. Again, when you do that, click on the Cassidy banner at fromportswingers.com. You're going to get an entire month full access to check it out for yourself. We sincerely hope to see you at Cassidy.com. So, like I said, lots going on this week. I don't even know where to start, honestly. It has been insane and fun and sexy and naughty. I I just
1: realized it's Saturday. I don't even know what fucking day it is.
0: We're recording on Saturday right now. And to put this into perspective, we leave in three days to go to Florida
1: for Podbash. Yeah, we've got to get there early, obviously. Podbash starts on Thursday, we will be there Tuesday. We are, however, going to Epcot on Wednesday with some friends. I am fucking excited for that.
0: I literally can't wait.
1: If you have not been on the Soarin' ride, you are missing out.
0: It's the best ride. Anyone that tries to tell me that there's a better Disney ride than Soren, I'm sorry, but you're wrong, no, sir.
1: No, we're going to be fighting. It's yeah, the best. Those
0: are fighting words right there. We
1: literally went to Epcot the second time when we were in Florida just to go on that fucking ride.
0: Yeah, I tell people all the time, like, if they're going to Epcot, I'm like, oh, go on Soren and bring a jar with you and fill it up with the air when they're over, like, the Hawaiian Islands. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. It's so fucking cool. I can't wait to go. So we've had all kinds of shit going on. Vanilla stuff, just really fun stuff, some seriously naughty shit has been going on you have had a lot of action uh and, and listen i had a great fucking time with my friend susan just the other day i got to see my friend jade again it's it's been hot
0: It has been hot. But like you said, we've also done some vanilla stuff. We actually just last night went to the Rise Festival. Uh,
1: Very cool.
0: Which, yeah, if you guys don't know what that is, apparently they do it in cities across the country. It's not just here in Vegas, but it is this gigantic lantern lighting ceremony. And it's very kind of cathartic and spiritual. And it's fun too. I mean, they had food trucks and I ate some stuff I shouldn't have eaten. And I'm paying for it this morning, but it was freaking amazing at the time. And they have like art installations that you can look walk around and look at. I mean, the whole thing was a great experience.
1: Yeah, it was It was a lot of fun. The The lighting of the lanterns absolutely is a skill. We learned that uh, last <laughs> night. It takes about three people. We went with our friends, Nick and Nicole, and fortunately there were four of us because that thing's not easy to do, and we let eight of them go. It was pretty fucking cool.
0: Well, they're also giant. I was expecting in my head this little tiny lantern. Yeah. These things were like... Three feet tall.
1: Yeah, no, they were big. But it was a great time. So you you have some amazing pictures. I'm sure you'll share some of those on uh social media at some point. But man, what a great fucking time.
0: Yes, great experience. Glad we did it.
1: Yeah, just one of those vanilla things you just need once in a while.
0: Yeah. And then we also met someone new this week, which I want to talk about. okay? Okay. Because there was some behavior leading up to meeting this guy that I was like, ah, that's kind of immature, and I'm not sure that he's you know, mentally prepared for something like this. It just seemed like there was some immaturity there. For sure. I honestly realized when we met him, obviously, that I never asked his age. I saw he had drinks in his hand. I knew he was over the age of 21. But, you know, beyond that, I had not had that discussion with him. So you and I finally, after months of me talking about this guy and both of us talking to him, we met him for a drink. Right. And he reveals during the conversation that he is 22 years old.
1: Yeah. And now when he sat down, well, first when he walked in, I I asked you, I said, is that him? Because I'd never seen him. I only text, I had a communication, you know, a conversation with him via text. And so I had never seen the guy. And when he started walking in, I said to you, is that him? And you said, yes. And I thought, he looks really young. Like, <laughs> did they check his ID before he came in here?
0: Well, they checked his ID to buy a drink. So he did. So I know did. he's over 21. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's 22 years old. Super young. So then, of course, I thought, well, no shit. Your behavior was immature because you're a kid.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's for me, it's one of those things where I don't want age to be this huge factor for me in deciding who I play with, right? Like I play with people in their sixties all the way down. Well, into their, you know, mid twenties, I would say. Right. I've never played with a 22 year old guy. And I would say the majority of the reason for that is because I'm usually not attracted to men of that age.
1: Well, I'll also say this in his defense, incredibly mature for 22. He's got a very responsible, stable job. He owns a home. I mean, he's a sharp kid, but he is a kid. He's 22.
0: (laughs) Yes. So now I'm like, I actually really liked meeting him. He was way more mature than I would think a 22-year-old would be in that situation.
1: Yeah, the truth is the the digital communication that he and I had really didn't make me think he was that young. I mean, he's quite intelligent.
0: Yeah, he's very intelligent and he's very well-spoken. He's funny. So, I mean... Now I'm kind of at this crossroads where it's like, I met him, he's hot, and was decent to sit down and talk with and everything, but I mean, 22, is that too fucking young? I, Are you prepared to be in the lifestyle at 22 years of age?
1: I don't think you're prepared to do a fucking thing at 22 years of age, other than to be 22 years of age.
0: Yeah, make stupid life choices, although yeah. he hasn't.
1: So. No, no, <laughs> he's done quite well. He He's a sharp kid. He's got uh, He's got his shit together, so... Listen, this is entirely up to you. I don't have an opinion on this one way or the other. I genuinely liked meeting him. He was very nice. Definitely... Not what I expected, certainly in terms of, you know, when it comes to age and that kind of thing. But had you not told me or had he not revealed how old he was, I wouldn't have guessed him for 22, not by appearance, but really by his intellect. I mean, he was a sharp kid who had a, you know, he was very conversant, fun, friendly. Uh, he had a great sense of humor, you know, really very nice. So was
0: fucking hot. Yeah,
1: I mean... <laughs> So at
0: what point do I become like the cougar with the younger guys? I don't know. Uh, I get told that all the time, too. Guys will reach out and they're like, I love older women. And I'm like, I'm 32.
1: Well, you're 10 years older than he is.
0: Yeah, I know. So I guess I am the cougar in this situation. Yeah,
1: I suppose. But there's something
0: kind of hot about that to me, too, because the communication that he and I had leading up to this was very much like I was going to be in control. He is a very submissive person. He would want me to take charge. And I probably wouldn't do that with someone... that. That wasn't either close to my age or younger at this point in my life. I wouldn't be turned on by that. But there's something weirdly erotic about the idea of me, like, dominating a younger man.
1: Yeah, no, I, no, listen, I, I absolutely can relate to that. That's, uh, you know, that's something I think you and I share when it comes to the variances in ages in terms of how we want to interact with people, particularly me, in particular, when it comes to, you know, my seeing men, it's a very different dynamic for me if the person is younger or older or age appropriate.
0: Yeah, you're rarely attracted to younger
1: guys. Very, very rarely.
0: Yeah, well, and so am I honestly but this guy is really attractive so I don't know I might take a chance we'll see how that goes I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on how it goes if it goes anywhere yeah but we'll see I just thought it was an interesting thing because again I don't want to be this shallow person that's like you have to be between this age and this age for me to want to play with you
1: no I think that's really a mental thing for a lot of people you know we we talked to a lot of folks that are kind of you know my age or maybe a drop younger and it's like oh you know I can never imagine hanging out with a 25 year old or something it's like yeah I know because you probably have kids that are close to that age, or you really don't think you have anything kind of to talk to them about type situation. But the truth of the matter is, it's it's really a psychological thing. It's not. It's just not that big a deal,
0: right? For me, it really is about maturity. So I mean, I yeah. guess when we're talking about that, I probably should give him a chance. I Yeah, don't know. no,
1: look, he's far more mature than most forty year olds I know. I'll say that my
0: brother is quite a bit older than him, and he's more mature than my brother. I'll
1: just no question. That, so. No <laughs> question about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, he's just a drama older than your sister he's definitely more mature than your sister yeah so yeah i mean there's something to be said for it you know nice enough guy
0: like i said we'll see how that goes i also had some naughty fun this week you did we'll be talking about some of it later on in the show but in addition to that i got to experience what we are now calling hashtag podcasters gone wild
1: we are, that's what you're calling it?
0: That's what we're calling it. Do you okay. not fucking love it?
1: I do. I was not aware that was what it was being touted as.
0: That's the hashtag, podcasters gone wild. Nice. So I got to share some intimate time with another podcaster, a lifestyle podcaster that lives here in the Vegas area, and his name is Doc Chocolate, not his real name, obviously. I wish <laughs> it was. That'd be badass. <laughs> it really would. But yes, I, I got to experience him after, honestly, weeks of lead up.
1: Well, we've been in communication with him now for a period of time. We've met him a number of times. He's a super guy. He's local, obviously. So we've had some just, you know, generic kind of vanilla interactions with him. So yeah, I'm I'm not entirely surprised that this happened. I thought maybe it was inevitable anyway, at some point.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't really know it was inevitable, but I'm really glad it happened. And by the way, this is Doc Chocolate, who hosts the Bulls and Queens podcast, yeah. which we've talked about a couple of times on here. We definitely recommend that you check it out. But yeah, we're going to be doing some OnlyFans stuff together too. So that will be coming shortly i don't want to talk too much in depth until we get closer to the time that we're actually going to be releasing the videos but oh my goodness let me just say this here's a teaser we fucked so hard that we literally fucked the bed off of the platform in the hotel room
1: and well and you guys were together for every bit of three and a half hours yeah Because I dropped you off, I went and had a meeting. I thought you would be done. You still weren't done. I had time to come back and you know hang out with and and just kind of bullshit around. And then I picked you up. I got a chance to talk to him a little bit. It was a long day.
0: Yeah, it was. (laughs) Yeah, a long awesome day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but that's not all you did.
0: Well, yeah. And we're like I said, we're going to be talking about that later in the show. So stay tuned for the rest of that day. But yeah, Doc and I had a freaking blast together. Really good, solid sexual chemistry. And honestly, just a fucking nice dude.
1: Oh, just a good guy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he actually I didn't know if I, I don't know if I even told you. He just texted me yesterday morning. Just said, hey, man, hope you have a great day. Like for, just out of the blue.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah.
1: Just a super nice guy.
0: So in addition to that fun news that you guys are going to be hearing more about in the future, we have some pretty big announcements, some things that were really... Honestly, I cannot tell you how fucking excited I am for some things coming up.
1: Yeah. So first of all, we are going to be at the Splash event in Houston the weekend of November 11, 12, and 13.
0: Yes. It's Couples Escape partnered with Splash. Yeah. We've obviously been to both of the Splash takeovers that have happened this year in different cities, and it's now going to be in Houston. So we are going to be attending that, which I'm very excited for, mostly because the people that organize this event, these events, I should say, are some of the coolest, nicest people we've ever met in the lifestyle and we love supporting them but also, I mean, they just put together a really nice product.
1: Yeah, they really have their shit together. They don't spare any expense. They don't miss anything. There's there's just nothing left to chance. They do a really good job. They're so, not
0: holding their events in freaking Motel 6's you know, off the corner of some crazy yeah, interstate. Yeah, it's nothing,
1: or... <laughs> nothing fucking shady. In fact, this one's in a very, very nice place. I'm really looking forward to it. But yeah, I'm, I'm eager to do it. Now, of course, we're coming back from our event Event, uh the weekend before in Denver. And so then,
0: basically, we're total dumbasses. Yeah,
1: we are insane. Then three days later, we're flying uh, to Houston. And we are actually, we were just invited by uh, the folks at the Swan Mansion, and we are going to be staying there the night before the event because we are hosting a Valentine's Day event at the Swan Mansion.
0: If you guys don't know what Swan Mansion is, you need to go look it up fucking immediately. Right now. This yeah. place is is spectacular and the fact that I get to stay there one night I'm like oh my god this is one of the most exciting things in the lifestyle we've done I am so pumped for this yeah
1: if you're really interested in doing things in the lifestyle that are outside the norm it's not the usual you know put a kind of half-ass thing together somewhere you know just kind of on
0: it call it a party yeah
1: (laughs) if you want to do something really unique you need to check this out I can't fucking wait to do it we're going to host February 11th it's a Saturday before Valentine's Day it is is going to be an amazing Valentine's experience. It really is going to be just a sexy black tie event in the most spectacular lifestyle venue I have ever seen. Oh my God, isn't that the truth?
0: And yeah. also, let me just say, you Texas folks reach out constantly, and we're And always asking us to come, and I'm always so humbled by that and appreciative that you guys want us to come. This is probably going to be our Texas venue for the foreseeable future.
1: This is the only type of event we're going to do in Texas.
0: So if you're in Texas and you want to come hang out with us, this is really the time. And we'll have details for you guys very, very shortly on that.
1: All that stuff's kind of coming up. We'll have all the flyers out and all the information. Tickets will be available soon. You know, we've got Podbash in like four days, so we just don't have time right now to put it all together, but we will be hot on it the minute we get back, including the first hotel takeover that we will be doing in Phoenix in April. All that information will be coming very soon. We are doing that and hosting it in conjunction with our friends at Playhouse LV. We have taken over a fucking awesome boutique hotel. I cannot wait for this fucking event. It's spectacular.
0: Oh my God. I am so excited. I mean, this is really what we've been working towards is doing large events in cool places with cool people. Yes. And it is going to be a hot wife event, by the way. Yes, so absolutely. There are a lot of couple for couple events out out there and we think that is fabulous we are so excited to be doing hot wife specific hotel takeovers so that's what your guys what you guys can expect from us yeah
1: so all that information will be coming we don't want to give too much of it away right now till we get everything put together but all both of those are solidified they are happening I cannot fucking wait to really just get geared up and work on both of those events they're going to be awesome so, and I'm so excited about Swan Mansion you know when uh, Dr. Bear reached out and was like hey why don't you guys stay with us I was like oh shit that yes absolutely we'll stay there
0: i was gonna say i hope you type that out as quickly as humanly possible (laughs) no thinking about that yes we will stay at the swan fucking mansion
1: yeah it's not even an option yeah i can't (laughs) fucking wait so excited we have a lot of shit going on but it's all fucking cool i'm so fucking pumped for it same So single guy tip of the week. All right. I got to tell you, while I know we talked about it, obviously, just a little bit ago, this gentleman, this young man that we met, this 22-year-old, I got to say, he he really did impress me. And I feel like there are some guys, uh, let me rephrase that, there are a lot of fucking guys who can take some cues from this gentleman. And let me explain why. So to back up a little bit, you were in correspondence with him for a good period of time, and he was living out of state at the time. I think it was in California, right? No, he
0: was in Arizona.
1: Arizona, sorry. He was in Arizona. So he was planning to move here. And long story short, you and he were communicating about meeting up when he got here. Well, four different times, these plans fell through the cracks. In fact, one of them fell through the cracks the day you were supposed to meet him. Some bullshit came up that he had happening, and it was like very last minute. And finally, we were just done with it with him right that was it which
0: is kind of what i was referring to when i said immature behavior before if this was clearly to me somebody who doesn't have kids doesn't have a family has a job but once he's off work doesn't really have any real responsibility right and as a result of that he couldn't put himself in our position and to me that was like ah, that's kind of a immature thing to do right
1: and i explained to him when we sat down first of all, i was i wasn't harsh but i was certainly very curt when i when he sat down i was like look this is very not direct yeah, that's the right way to put it there's not a lot of people getting this fucking chance you fucked up four times i mean this is like unheard of i would never do this i said you know if brenna wasn't attracted to you we just wouldn't be having this conversation we just <laughs> we just wouldn't do it i said right. so you're gonna really need to be pretty fucking impressive for me to sit through a drink with you right essentially and he was he really was and to his credit At one point after the fourth time he kind of flaked, you gave him my phone number and said, look, if you can convince Brian that I should see you, then I'll hang out with you.
0: What I said was my partner at this point thinks that you're full of shit and not a good fit for me. And his mind is not easily changed. So if you can convince him that the three of us should sit down, we will sit down. But until that happens basically fuck off right
1: so he did reach out to me right away and i really pretty much just blew him off i laid out for him all the reasons that this is not a good fit to his credit he continued to text me every once a week basically hey you want to go out and grab a drink you know there's a game on tonight let's go grab a drink and we can kind of catch up we can you know meet each other and you know all that kind of thing and i just kept very politely declining and then finally the day before we met him he reached out and i said to you look If you really want to meet this guy, if you're earnestly interested, let me go meet him. Otherwise, I just want to shut this down because it's fucking wearing me out.
0: Well, and what changed for me was he reached out and I never expected to meet this guy. I really didn't. But he reached out with such a level of vulnerability that last time to me, it was like, look... I know that I fucked up. I know that I made some mistakes. I was in a headspace of chaos because I was moving and changing jobs and I did not respect you or your time and I sincerely apologize for that. And I was like, wow, that's very, that's a different tune than just, oh, sorry, I fucked up, you know?
1: Yeah, no, that that's a very, you know, again, mature, responsible way to approach it. And he was obviously interested. Otherwise, why continue to fuck around and go down this road? Because like you said, he is a good looking kid. Kid. He's young, he's in he lives in Vegas. He should be having the time of his life. He does not have to keep beating down our door.
0: Well, I'm sure he has pussy being thrown at him left and right. For I think sure. the difference is this is a kinky guy. That's something else we haven't talked about. Right. This is a kinkster. He wants to try some naughty shit that yep. the average vanilla woman would fucking scoff at.
1: Well, particularly somebody that's probably 22 years old or exactly, you know, thereabouts. Exactly, my point, yeah. So my point is, the, the good news is he was solid. We did give him the opportunity, solid guys. Obviously, we're talking about him right now. So my tip would be, if you're in a situation, you're a single dude, you're trying to get into the space or you're in the space, but you're not navigating it well, I'm not saying to be like super eager, clingy, thirsty, but if you're going to continuously reach out because you fucked up, the best thing you can do is what this young guy did, which is eat the fucking responsibility. He took the blows for sure, because I was not super friendly throughout the course of the conversations we were having digitally. I wasn't shitty to him, but I was very direct with, this is a waste of time. Don't think this is going to work. I don't want you to waste your time. Certainly. I don't want you wasting any more of ours, you know, that kind of thing. And sure enough, he persevered and then we met him and it, and we don't know yet whether you're going to hang out with him, but certainly we met someone who I would go and have a drink with. He was a nice guy. Yeah, and or so have at
0: our events. If he for and I sure. end up being a good fit, he could absolutely come to one of our parties. Yeah,
1: we extended the invitation to uh, come to one of the parties. So in my opinion, he did the right thing. I don't necessarily often say you should be persistent and and be tenacious when it comes to this kind of thing, but he did it properly. Well, And, and,
0: and he was vulnerable with his last message to me before we met him. Right. That meant a lot to me because it's one thing to just say sorry. It's another thing to explain yourself and to have the other person see your perspective on something. Because the second that he's going, yeah, I moved and I had to change jobs and I did all these things. And he even said, like, I'm not using that as an excuse. I know it was shitty behavior, but I just need you to know that's where my mindset was. It had nothing to do with you. It had nothing to do with me getting cold feet. It was none of that.
1: Well, also the other thing I didn't mention, I did test him a little bit when we decided to meet him. He first reached out about meeting him and he came up with a time and a place and a date. And I said, I thought to myself, no, I'm not going to make it that easy on him. I said, "No, that's not going to work. Here's where we're willing to meet the time and the day." And so I was expecting, "Oh, I'm not going to be available or whatever." He absolutely said, "No problem. I'll be there." And I thought, "Okay. He all right, he's acquiescing. He's he's conforming to what it is that we need. Let's see if he actually shows up." And I think it's the first thing I said to him when he sat down at the table. I said, "Holy shit, man. You're actually here. I'm really fucking shocked." <laughs> you know so listen he did the right thing
0: you want to know what else he did really well though additional single guy tip of the week he fucking rolled with it he did not allow you to throw him off.
1: no no he had a great sense of humor he took it on the chin and kind
0: of laughed but yeah, still apologized
1: for sure he, he was definitely in the right headspace to be able to accept he had to know he was going to get some guff he had to know yeah for you sure, know he probably <laughs> yeah he definitely prepared himself before he got there he probably thought to himself okay i'm gonna eat some shit i'm just gonna have to do this that. And sure enough, he did. And then we had a great time. We really, I think we sat with him for a couple of hours yeah and it was fun. We, I enjoyed talking to him. He really was an interesting guy with a a kind of interesting background. And so, yeah, it it worked out for him. So single guy tip of the week, you fuck up, you got to own it. You can be somewhat tenacious. You can, you know, reach back out. You don't need to do it every day. I mean, this young man did it once every week and he stayed in touch with me, not with you directly. He was also communicating with me, which I absolutely recommend. So yeah, kudos to him.
0: Yeah, well, and I'm glad too, because the reality is part of the reason I was willing to look past some of it now that I'm kind of reflecting back on all of it is some of his kinks are so fucking hot to me and they're very unique i'm not going to give anything away because if and when it ends up going down i am going to relish in telling the fucking story because honestly it is something that very few especially men are into
1: That's interesting because I don't even know what that is. I'm
0: just going to leave it at that.
1: All right, good. Well, there you have it. So (laughs) follow suit.
0: Stay tuned, folks. All right. I would love to talk about RJ today. And honestly, you guys, apparently, a lot of you love hearing about RJ too. And I've been trying to really... I guess, discover for myself or think through for myself why that is. Because, again, I think there are a lot of crazy, hot, off-the-wall experiences I've had over the course of time, and yet it's these sensual, connected retellings that you guys are reaching out and telling me how great they are and how much you like them. And I think that's because, I, I hope it's because, my desire and passion to be around this man comes out in full force.
1: Well, I don't even know if you realized it, but last night when we were with Nick and Nicole, we were kind of catching up. We hadn't seen them in a bit, and they said, you know, what's new? And you looked at me, you were like, so... uh," Well, you looked at them, of course, you said, well, I'm dating someone? And then you kind of looked at me and shrugged your shoulders like, is that the right terminology? I'm seeing him. I'm dating him. And I said, yeah, I mean, this is somebody you're seriously interested in and more so than I've ever seen you be interested in anyone in a very long time, certainly. And so, yeah, I, I kind of think so. But there are some things to work through. Uh, and we can talk a little bit more about that, too, if you want.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think the biggest thing to work through and I want to talk about it now, because when we get to the story, I just want to focus on how fucking hot it is. But This is not a lifestyle guy. I think that's really important to point out. He's definitely been lifestyle adjacent for years. He's had a few experiences with some hot wives, but... This isn't really his world. And honestly, it's not really where he wants to be. And so that's been really interesting because there have been a couple of maybe semi-jealous moments there. I think he's starting to come around to it. And he he definitely understands that this part of my life isn't going away. Like, this is not up for negotiation. This is who I am. And if you can get behind that, great. And if you can't, I totally totally understand but this is not something that we're going to be able to cooperate on you are either going to have to jump on board or get the fuck off
1: yeah and it's understandable because like you said he has been lifestyle adjacent not knee deep in it but the difficulty for him is really kind of wrapping his head around the idea that not that you are not it's not our relationship obviously he understands what our dynamic is but the idea that you are also seeing other people as well and that's kind of difficult for him because the truth is he genuinely wants to date you he really likes you so this isn't just some fling for him he's taking this seriously and it's It's evident in his actions, in his mannerisms, in the fact that he travels 40 plus minutes every time he comes to see you. And you guys spend a lot of time together. So when you are together, it's a long period of time. He genuinely, and I can tell when he's in your presence, this isn't just a, you know, him you know coming over just to have sex kind of thing. He genuinely is disappointed when he has to leave you. Like I could tell that.
0: Yeah, which is kind of fucking scary
1: for. <laughs> yeah, me, for you. I, I imagine like, it is for you. I don't know. It's but probably just as scary for him.
0: The thing that I that he and I've been talking a lot about lately, and it's a hundred percent true. Listen, anyone that I'm playing with, I genuinely want to be playing with, and I especially if they're a long term play partner. Of course, I care about them deeply as people, but. The amount of effort and emotional energy that I pump into RJ is very different than anyone else in my life aside from you.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And so, you know, I think that that maybe he's taking some solace in that. Like he's starting to understand that even if I, I mean, listen, I'm going out for dinner and axe throwing tonight. Yes. It's not. A romantic hangout per se. It's a f- it's two friends going out and doing an activity. And we're probably gonna fuck afterwards. Right. But there's not the same level of connectedness with that person as RJ. And I think that he is starting to see kind of the beauty in that rather than focusing on all the negatives. At least I hope.
1: I would like to think so because I really like him and I really would think. And as I told you, I think he would be the perfect companion in our situation. Should there be a third in our dynamic? Yeah, I don't, I
0: don't know about that. <laughs> it's, he, there's a lot of complication there, for
1: but. sure. But if he can wrap his head around the the parts that he's having difficulty with, I think he's the perfect match.
0: Yeah, I meant more because he's like the busiest person I've ever. Oh, met there's no in fucking question. Life.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. His job is a nightmare.
0: But anyway, I'm really excited to tell this story. I'm really excited to continue talking about our connection and how it's building and really just wrapping my head around it too. So we'll get to that very shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Body Art Forms. I made the most amazing discovery this morning when I was on BodyArtForms.com looking for some new pieces. They have a Halloween collection. They are so cute little bats and skulls and all sorts of other piercings that you can get for the Halloween season. I know a lot of you are probably big Halloween fans like I am, so make sure you go check out their collection. But just in general, Body Art Forms has some of the coolest jewelry on the market. They have your staple pieces like studs and hoops, but if you're looking for true statement pieces, whether it's for your belly button, your septum piercing, your nose piercing, or just your ears, they have it all. And I love their pieces. I have bought several of them. I wear them constantly. And literally every time I wear a Body Art Forms nose stud, I get compliments and people ask where it came from. So if you want the same level of attention, you need to head to BodyArtForms.com today and check it out for yourself. And honestly, the company is amazing. It was founded by two sisters over two decades ago, and they really care. They also pump money into charitable organizations and They have amazing customer service. I mean, it's just truly a company that cares. So go check it out for yourself. Bodyartforums.com. Use code FPS at checkout for 15% off of your first order. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Promescent. Brian and I both take a Promescent product and absolutely love it. It is called VitaFlux, and they have VitaFlux for men and VitaFlux for women. VitaFlux for men is awesome. It has actually been clinically proven to increase erectile functioning. It helps maintain healthy libido and testosterone testosterone levels, and it promotes boosted energy, circulation, and recovery. And for us ladies, it can also boost our libido, help with wetness, and for me, it's just a constant energy boost. And honestly, my skin looks better when I'm using it too. So I definitely recommend that you check out those products. Really, no matter who you are, you're going to see health benefits from VitaFlux. You can also get other amazing promescent products. There are condoms, there are lubricants, there's their flagship product, the delay spray to help you last longer in the bedroom and so much more. Head on over to Promescent.com today to check out their full line. That's Promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com for our favorite bedroom wellness products. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Everly Well. We lifestylers know how important it is to stay on top of our sexual health. And a big part of that is regular testing. But let's be real. A lot of times it's incredibly inconvenient. You have to set an appointment. You have to go in. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. And also it can be really expensive. Wouldn't you rather have some prompts knowing about your sexual health right from the comfort of your own home for an affordable and transparent cost, that's exactly what Everly Well offers. They have at-home lab test kits they send straight to you in the mail. You do it. The STI test specifically takes less than five minutes. You send it off, and within just a few days, you have all of your results that you can then share with a primary care physician, your sexual partners, or whomever you choose. It couldn't be easier. And again, it's all at one transparent and affordable cost. And for listeners of our show, it's even more affordable because you can get a discount off of your first Everly Well at-home lab test kit. Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off that at-home lab test at everlywell.com FPS. That's everlywell.com FPS for 20% off your next at-home lab test. everlywell.com FPS. Adventure and new experiences are what the lifestyle is about for most of us, right? So why not try something completely new? Which is why we are hosting a black tie affair in conjunction with Summit Villa in the Denver area. It's just a few minutes from the Denver airport. And this is truly going to be unlike any other lifestyle event you have gone to in the past.
1: Yeah, this is really, it can really be considered a two-day immersive event right we do have one suite remaining on property so if you're interested you really can't wait much longer it is going to be an amazing weekend not to mention an amazing event saturday november 5th five course plated dinner elegant just an amazing opportunity to engage with incredible people in a just an environment that is really going to be unlike anything you've probably experienced And a lifestyle event thus far.
0: Right. So whether you're looking to come for that weekend and stay in the suite on property or you just want to join us for dinner and after dinner fun, you can find all of that information at members.frontporchswingers.com. By the way, this event is going down November 5th, which is right around the corner when you think about it. So make sure you get your tickets today. Okay, so this is going to be an interesting retelling because like I said, there's definitely some feelings getting wrapped up in it here and I don't know exactly how I feel about that and it definitely translates into our sex a thousand percent because this is probably some of the most connected sex I've ever had. I mean, you and I connect very, very deeply during sex but it's in a different way. It's this aggressive, primal, animalistic sex and that is bonding too but we rarely like make love and i feel like i'm making love with RJ and this is like a whole new fucking thing for me
1: yeah that's not really i mean it's just not our play dynamic you and i together it's really as you said much more of a primal kind of situation that's really how we connect it's how you and i reconnect and it's just our language between each other and i i know because of the things that you have told me and the amount of time that you and RJ have spent together, together that this is just a different kind of situation. And he's not that kind of guy anyway.
0: No, he's really not. No, he's not an aggressive person. He's incredibly sensual. And honestly, I mean, I don't know how he's been with past partners, but I don't think this is a situation where it's like, oh, we're both kind of putting on these airs because we want to have sex with each other or whatever. Like this is all very organically unfolding in front of us because of our connection. Which is kind of fucking scary because the reality is most of my hot wife experiences up to this point are just about fun, right? Maybe they're with friends. Maybe they're not. But either way, you know, even if it's a dear friend and we stop playing with each other, it's like, oh, that sucks. I wish that didn't have to happen. But it doesn't hurt
1: me. And I feel
0: like... If things didn't work out with RJ at this point, I would be hurt. And that's fucking scary.
1: Well, it's also a situation for me personally. This is a unique guy. He's he's not the norm for sure, as it pertains to how you and I typically engage, meet people and and the people that we interact with this guy. And especially when it comes to what he does for a living, which, of course, we don't talk about. But he is a unique individual. His personality doesn't really lend itself to what you would expect if you knew a little bit more about him personally. Right, And that's one of the things I really like about him because that means that there is depth to him. He's not superficial. He's just not a your average single dude trying to get into the lifestyle just to get laid. That is not what he's about. At all. And it's really unique to me because that's really one of the things I like about him. And one of the reasons I like him for you and for our dynamic, I have a really, I have a really good feeling about him and I genuinely trust him, which is rare for me.
0: Yeah, I was going to say you don't trust fucking anyone. No, I think part of what I love about RJ is if you just saw him walking down the street, you would not expect that this is an incredibly sensitive, sensual man. He is beefed up. He works out like crazy. He is definitely an incredibly masculine man. He puts off these vibes in public of being kind of closed off almost. And then when we're alone together, it's like a whole new world is opened up. And the reason I like that is because it's very similar to what... What I love so much about you, which is that it makes me feel special. It makes me feel like I've unlocked a part of you. And of him that most people don't get to see and that that somehow feels unique and special
1: well what's interesting so he and i have not had time to spend just he and i i mean we my plan of course was for him and i to get together go have a drink sit down bullshit and really get to know one another when You
0: have free time in 2027 yeah,
1: you and i just simply have not had that time yeah. but the truth is i'm convinced especially like what you just said how you just kind of referenced him He is an alpha guy. He's definitely a masculine dude, but I don't get that energy from him in an overt, overwhelming way when I'm in his presence, mainly, I think, because it's always the three of us. And I don't think he behaves that way particularly around you. He's very, his energy is not that when he's around you. He's kind of, I don't want to say he's soft, but he's definitely more gentle and soft-spoken. He's sweet. Yeah, he's what he is. and I get the impression that if he and I, or it was just he and I, he might be a little bit different, but I do think that there's something to be said for that level of, de- of depth. I mean, he's a. He's not just this guy that you can just look at and go, oh, well, that's what he's all about. He's not, not one-dimensional.
0: That's no. Yes, that's no. exactly, that's the perfect way to put it. He's a very multidimensional person yeah. and it turns me on. And it also draws me to him because we've hung out several times now. We have spent hours together and I still feel like I don't know all of the parts and pieces to him. And that's intriguing because I do feel like, and this is going to sound shitty, but it's just the fucking truth. Okay. I feel like a lot of times I meet people and I can, I know who they are in an hour. Right. Like I know who they are. I can, I can read between the lines. I can fill in the blanks because they're just not that deep. No. And I don't get that with him. And so it makes me want to be around him and figure him out more.
1: Yeah, there are layers to him for sure. And I appreciate that. That that really tells me something. And, and as I said, I can tell when you guys are together or when we're all in the same room that there is a genuine interest for him in you. Even when we're talking, if he and I are talking, he's always kind of, Looking at you and, 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 you know, or touching you or trying to get your attention in some way. And as you said, it's a very sweet kind of thing. And I imagine that in normative life for him, he is very different. He has to be by nature for, you know, based on what it is that he does. And so it's interesting because I'm really curious to see what he's like when it's just the two of us and really just have just a deep conversation. And that's, like I said, that's the thing that that intrigues me the most about him. And I, I think that I appreciate the most about him is that he, I can look at him and know that he, he is really into you.
0: So do you want to hear what it's like when it's just he and I together?
1: (laughs) I have a pretty good idea. Because
0: I think that's why everyone's listening. Yeah, and I've (laughs) heard a
1: little of it from another room. So yeah, I have a pretty good idea.
0: Okay, well, so that's important to point out because you left to go to the gym when he came over the last time and we did not expect to sit and talk for as long as we did. In fact, we were kind of dirty talking with each other leading up to this, which also really hasn't been our dynamic. Tells me that we're both getting more comfortable with each other. For sure. And so we're kind of just being flirtatious and a little bit naughty back and forth. And so I fully expected when he got here, we were just going to freaking go at it.
1: Well, yeah. And the truth is I was going out the door. He was literally coming in the door. So we passed each other, said hello. I left, went to the gym. I got done at the gym. I went to the store. I was gone a long time. I you know, took my time.
0: We probably spent a good hour, hour and 20 minutes just sitting on the couch and talking. And it was wonderful. I mean, and what was really interesting to me, this is, see, this is how I know I think I kind of like the guy. Okay. If it was another guy that I wasn't maybe romantically interested in, but I really liked just having sex with him, I wouldn't sit there and give someone my full attention and not have my brain going, sex, sex, sex. Right. I need your fucking cock. I want to suck your cock. That wouldn't happen. And with him, it's like, I, I really wasn't thinking of those things. I mean, of course, we're touching on each other. We kind of kissed a few times. But for the most part, it was really in-depth, meaningful, deep conversation.
1: Yeah, that's not, I mean, obviously not the norm.
0: So that was really nice. And then there was one point, so we kind of were wrapping up. I grab him a glass of water. He starts kind of kissing me. And this makeout session ensues that I can't really even explain. It was like, we're both sitting on the couch with each other and it just keeps amping up. It almost felt like I was back in high school and my parents... Very much a
1: high school session.
0: Yes, like we, you know, we kind of peck on each other a little bit and then he kind of kisses on my neck and then we start really making out and before you know it, I'm mounting him on the fucking couch and we're just devouring each other and again, this is not an aggressive thing. When I say mounting him on the couch, I don't mean like, you know, I just fucking flung myself over him. It was... This build up. Well, let me, I I have to,
1: I have to disagree. I wasn't there to see it, but when I came home, the couch was in disarray. (laughs) Pillows on the floor, blankets all over. I'm like, oh, okay, So this started in the living room, obviously. (laughs) So I think it was a little bit hotter than you think it was. Well,
0: maybe, but it was still very much a build up. I mean, we probably made out on that couch for close to a half hour. Yeah. And I mean, there was some definite sexual touching. Like I was rubbing his cock over his pants and he was rubbing my tits over my shirt, but none of, we hadn't taken any clothes off. That's not what was happening here. It was just like, oh my God, we're really enjoying kissing and touching each other and being kind of in the moment. See, and that's another thing is when I'm kissing people, I love to kiss, but I don't love to kiss for long periods of time with most people right? because I get bored and I immediately start thinking, I need your clothes off so I can have your cock.
1: Well, yeah, you your attention span's terrible. We all know that. Yes. You want it now. I want something new. Oh, there's something shiny over there. <laughs> Zero
0: patience whatsoever. Yeah. So that's what tells me that this was working for me. This was not about like, oh my god, we need to get to sex. This was me truly enjoying a moment with him and just like relishing in it, which was also very sexy. And honestly, what it did for me is it just amped up my desire. Like once we actually did get sexual action going, it was intense. So we are making on the couch and then I was like, I really would like for you to come in the bedroom with me. And he's like, sure. The other thing that I did that I don't usually do, you guys know I typically change into lingerie for play sessions. I didn't in this situation. And part of it was I feel like he's been very vulnerable with me. He's told me a lot of things. He's been very open with me. And so now it's my turn to do that. Again, fucking terrifying. But I just walk into the room and start undressing.
1: That's totally unusual for you. Totally. You don't even do that with me most of the time.
0: It's so, it really is rare. And it, I mean, part of it is a body thing. Like i got a belly pooch and I hate it. I don't really hate any other part of my body. Like no, no part of my body is perfect, but the only part of my body that I truly do not like and I'm incredibly self-conscious of is my lower stomach. It's just not my favorite thing. So the idea of somebody that I'm really sexually attracted to, that I'm just connected to in general, seeing me in all of my naked glory was fucking terrifying.
1: That's a vulnerable situation to be in.
0: Yeah, it absolutely is. So we get into the bedroom. I am undressing. He comes up behind me. I can hear him kind of undressing. And then he just starts caressing me from behind, which was so sexy and so sensual. He's just kind of rubbing my tits from behind and starts kind of rubbing on my ass a little bit. And he starts touching me around my neck. And then he starts kissing me from the back. So again, I'm still facing away from him. My back is to him. And he's kissing on my neck. And he's pulling my face into him so that we can kiss more. I mean, this was just over the top sensual and my body is just tingling everywhere because again keep in mind we'd had all of this foreplay this entire time of making out and i'm i can feel it i'm dripping fucking wet. i could tell it when i took my panties off which not i was surprised. wearing panties by the way Wow, that's unusual. doesn't happen very often but probably a good thing in this situation because i was dripping fucking wet and so then he starts playing with my pussy from behind what is so fucking hot about like the reach around
1: well, because you're in a vulnerable position, you're you're in a submissive position if someone is behind you.
0: I guess, or maybe it's like so much body on body contact that's oh, sure happening. That. Like most of the time, when you're fingering someone, right? Like your body's not on top of them while you're doing it.
1: Not necessarily. So
0: the fact that like we have so much skin touching each other in that moment, while he's kissing me, while he's touching my clit. I was... I mean, it drove me fucking wild. It was amazing. So all he had on at that point was boxer briefs. And so he starts kind of peeling those down. I roll onto the bed and I'm laying on my stomach. And because we have a platform under our bed, when he's standing by my head, his cock is basically right in my face. Yeah,
1: it's a great fucking setup.
0: It's perfect. You are a genius for coming up with that. You're battle. welcome. Yeah, that was great. It's perfect Uh, blowjob height, Yes. <laughs> which in our household is... Is a big fucking deal. <laughs> it really is. If we're going to build a bed, that has to be one of the considerations.
1: It, there's no question. It's at the top of the list. Top two things.
0: <laughs> so he takes his boxer briefs off and he's already rock hard, which I knew because I could feel it basically rubbing up against my ass and stuff. So hot. So then I kind of pull him into me. I grab him by both of his muscular legs and I just start sucking his cock. And he truly, listen, I know I say this a lot, and it's true. I don't fuck men that don't have nice cocks. Like, <laughs> just like not even big. Like, aesthetically, every single man I have fucked in as long as I can remember has a beautiful cock.
1: Yeah, you've been very fortunate.
0: But this man, it's something special because it's also like, I don't know, it's really uniform and, you know, some guys have like a really big head and not that that's aesthetically an issue for me, but sometimes it's not always the easiest to suck. So the fact that his cock is, like, uniform all the way down is kind of lovely. I can just sink my entire mouth onto him so easily. And I start really slow, and I'm looking up at him, and he's looking back down at me. Again, so much eye contact during all of this, which has definitely become our thing. And so I'm trying to, like, suck his cock and peer up at him at the same time, kind of in between thrusts of my mouth. And he's smiling down at me and then he starts moaning and then i break out the tongue tricks right i have my mouth all the way around his cock but i'm kind of swirling my tongue back and forth on the underside of his cock at the same time and apparently he fucking loves that because and it just not? made him moan like crazy and he's got this deep moan that is manly and it just it it puts me in a completely different headspace when I hear his noises. It is so sexy and it just, it's like anything else could be going on. There could be a bomb going off outside of the window and I wouldn't be paying attention to it because his moan sounds that sexy to me.
1: Yeah, no, when you're with someone and you really understand and appreciate their body language and the noises and, you know, the sounds that they make, it, it's fucking intense.
0: So honestly, I just wanted him to fuck me right away. I I didn't really care about him going down on me until he started going down on me. Because again, you guys know from both of the RJ episodes in the past that (laughs) this man's oral skills are out of this world. And he loves doing it because again, I was like, I just want you to fuck me. And he was like, no, I want you to lay back. I I want to treat you. And I was like, okay. So I lay back on my back. And again, a little bit of vulnerability there. He's like right down next to fucking everything. I'm completely naked. I felt very exposed and yet very comfortable at the same time.
1: Well, that's a big deal. Being comfortable with someone in that kind of situation, especially when you personally are not necessarily ever really comfortable like that. That's a big deal.
0: It was. So he's going down on me And he starts rubbing his hands up and down my thighs, almost kind of like massaging and kneading my thighs while he starts eating me out, which was fucking amazing because it was two completely different sensations happening at the same time. And it just kind of had my head spinning and uh, it, it just felt amazing. I mean, there was nothing that he was doing that I wasn't like, holy hell, that is fucking phenomenal. And so he's licking me and he's kind of licking my pussy, like the actual whole little bit, which felt kind of nice. And then he starts going down further and licking my ass and it felt, holy fuck, did it feel good? And then he takes both of my legs and kind of pushes them up to expose my ass more and is like deep tonguing my ass.
1: That's my move.
0: Oh my God. I love it. It felt amazing. Just thinking about it right now, I'm like, oh, I'm probably wet. Okay. So anyway... <laughs> That went on for a few minutes. And then I was like, I came very, very hard once. And then I was like, I really need you to fuck me. And he's like, okay. So <laughs> I am, I kind of positioned myself on my back, but tried to prop myself up a little bit so I could really look at him. And again, like I said, one of the things that makes our sex very connected and special to me is that eye contact. Because I usually get so in my head that I don't want to look the person directly in the eye. It does feel incredibly vulnerable. I mean, it You can see a lot of a person during sex when you're looking directly at them. Well,
1: if you're on, especially if you're on top, you could see everything.
0: Well, I was on the bottom, but like I said, I kind of had myself propped up. That initial slide enters me. I let out this gasp like, oh, that feels so good. And then he just starts pumping into me. We're staring into each other's eyes. I swear to God, it was like he was looking through my eyes into my fucking brain. That's what it felt like. It was just connected and magnetic and... I got lost in it. I mean, he's we're fucking each other and or he's fucking me, I should say. And, you know, we start saying kind of not even dirty things to each other necessarily. It's just kind of more sweet, like, oh, you feel so amazing. Or, you know, I'm like, oh, can I can you feel how wet I am? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, that's what you do to me.
1: Also not the norm for you
0: at all. I like being raunchy. I love dirty talk, but it doesn't necessarily feel 100 percent like it fits in this situation. Yeah, it's not natural. Because it's not aggressive sex. I mean, he's fucking me deep, but it's not hard. He's not pounding me. He's going in and out and going all the way in and all the way back out. But for me to be like, oh, yeah, give me that fucking cock while he's doing that would have felt weird. You know, it felt much more fitting to be like, oh, you feel amazing. That feels so good. You're so good at that.
1: That just, again, is just lends itself to the connection because you're not like forcing anything. Right. You know, he's not trying to force any kind of weird behavior.
0: Yes, exactly. Well, yeah, I think we both act very organically together, which, again, is not I mean, I'll be completely real. Sometimes the dirty talk comes out of my mouth Because I feel awkward and I'm like, okay, how can we get this back on track? How can I not feel awkward? Oh, I know. I'm going to tell you. Oh, yeah. Ram me with that giant cock like that'll get us back on. And usually it does. Yeah,
1: that's an easy fix.
0: But the fact that I didn't really need to do that and I was really just allowing myself to kind of feel and say what came to my mind, that felt very cool to me and very sexy. So he's fucking me like that for quite a while. And again, I mean, we're just staring at each other. We're talking to each other. I'm rubbing my hands up and down his back. I can feel he's getting goosebumps on his back and on his arms. So I know it's working for him. And I had a crazy orgasm. I squirted a little bit. I was clenched down on him. And as I'm coming, I open my eyes and he's staring at me with this giant smile on his face. And I'm like, are you laughing at me? at me and he's like no you looked so hot in that moment you have no idea
1: just admiring his handiwork I was like
0: yeah it's all you bro (laughs) so so then we continue fucking with him on top for a little while and then he came and he pulls out of me and kind of quickly cleans himself up comes back into the bed and we're just laying and touching each other and that was about the time you got home from the gym
1: yeah I could tell that you guys are probably just kind of I thought, well, at first I thought you were done because I could hear you talking. And I know instinctively, if you're having a conversation, you're not fucking. So I thought, okay, I got here kind of just in time. You guys are getting ready to wrap it up. That was not the case. Not at all. It was okay with me. I was doing my thing anyway. But I thought, yeah, well, I'll see them in a few minutes. Well, and
0: he's ridiculously respectful of you because the moment you walked in the door, he's like, do I need to get dressed? Should I go out and say hello to him? What do I do? And I was like, no, just chill. Like, Brian's not going to be all weird about this. This is not the outside the norm for us. Just because it is for you doesn't mean it is for us.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, it's difficult for people to wrap their heads around. You know, I mean, oh, I totally get it. You want to be and especially a guy like him. I would I'm, would be the same way. You want to be respectful. You don't want to be shitty. You don't want to be dismissive of people. And so I, I appreciate that.
0: So anyway, I just go and shut the door. I actually said, hi, bestie, as you're walking in from the gym. And I shut the door. And we go back to kind of cuddling and kissing on each other. And I wrap one one of my legs around him. And he remarks on the fact that I'm still wet. And I was like, yeah, well, I kind of want you to fuck me again. And he was like, okay. So we're just kind of touching and like almost massaging each other. And then he pulls me into him and just starts fucking me again. And it was... So wet and squishy from the time I had squirted before, which was also kind of hot. It's making all these kind of naughty noises, and we're both just smiling about it. And there was just something so like endearing and fun about that moment as he's like continuing to fuck me. And I start kind of massaging his legs, he's really into massage on me. So I thought I would kind of repay the favor as he's fucking me. I'm massaging his thighs from behind. I kind of massage his ass a little bit for him. And he's telling me how good it feels and how amazing I am. And and the whole time telling me how beautiful and sexy I am. And it was just a really nice kind of come down to because even though the first time wasn't um, aggressive, the second time was even more sensual. It was just a lot of touching and rubbing and him just going in and out of me and it was it was very hot at one point I reached down I started playing with my clit and he was like yes do that I want I want you to have a really hard orgasm and I was like okay so he's fucking me and I'm rubbing my clit and when I tell you I came so hard I literally I think I'm, I'm not sure if you've noticed this but I'm pretty sure I ripped our comforter
1: I didn't notice it, but I heard you. I, I could hear you guys. I mean, certainly I heard you when you were having an orgasm. I know that sound, obviously.
0: It, what, well, was it fucking loud?
1: Yeah, it's it was really the first thing I actually heard that was very clearly defined. Oh, my like, God. Like, I knew what was going on.
0: It was amazing. Now, of course, I'm
1: all the way in the living room. I'm several doors down. I get the TV on. I'm looking at my phone, and I could still hear you having an orgasm.
0: So I have this crazy earth-shattering orgasm, and then he's like, I want you to ride me. And I'm like, perfect. So he gets onto his back. I mount him, get on top of him, and I'm riding him, and I am doing all my tricks. I am booty bouncing. There's one point I'm leaning down and I'm making out with him while I'm just letting my ass go up and down, and he just starts grabbing onto my ass. And this is the point that, the only point that it became a little bit more aggressive. He's kind of like lightly spanking me while I'm riding him him and he's like very, very lightly choking me, which I was not expecting at all.
1: That's unusual. It was
0: a very sensual choke. I'm not even sure I would call it a choke. It was more just like very minimal pressure, but right in the right spot on my throat.
1: Right. Just holding you in place, essentially. Oh my
0: God. It drove me fucking crazy. My legs were shaking. I came again. I thought I was going to collapse right on top of him. I mean, it was just earth shattering sex. And so then I pull off of him and we... We continue to just lay there and like kind of cuddle with each other I have my head on his sh- on his chest and that is honestly the moment it hit me like a fucking freight train I'm like yeah, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to be sad. And that's fucking scary.
1: Yeah, well, there's no question. This is a very unique situation because, like I said, I thought when I got home, you guys were pretty much, you know, wrapping it up. It was an over an hour before I ever saw either of you at that point. And yeah. I kind of lost track of time anyway. But yeah, you guys were together a long period of time.
0: Yeah, we were. It was really, I mean, it was a lot. It was a lot. Like I said, the talking and the kissing and basically two sex sessions, which again, the man's refractory period is just out of this fucking world
1: yeah I'm totally envious of that
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was that after sex time of us just laying there that I was like, wow, like this is maybe not just sex. Oh, th- this let's... might be something more.
1: Well, whether you know it or not, I certainly do. I can tell by obviously the way that you interact when you guys are together and I can see it. I can certainly tell what's going on with him when I see him with you. And then just talking in general to like our friends yesterday, there's definitely something different there. You are less, uh, less animated, I guess, when you're talking about the time you spend with him As compared to the time you spend with just, you know, your regular play partner or an average play partner, let's call it. It's very different because it's almost like when you were talking or we were talking to Nick and Nicole, almost like you're a little protective or guarded of the information.
0: Yeah, well, I think there's several reasons for that. One is because as much as I'm saying he has kind of these jealousy things that he's working through, the reality is I've also told everyone in our lives that we usually have the same play partners. Right. Like, no, this person is off limits. Yeah,
1: you're not sharing that 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 guy.
0: No, I'm not interested in sharing him with my friends. That is not going to be a thing right now. Maybe it will be in the future. He and I have already discussed that. I've discussed it with literally every single potential person I thought it could be an issue with. Right. Because yeah, I am protective of it. There's just, it's kind of this special time right now where I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what this is. I'm nervous about it for sure it's very cool and it's turning into kind of this beautiful dynamic but you know I don't know I'm fucking weird I'm neurotic about it
1: well unless that changes in some way there's no reason for you to bring him into the fray of all of our friends anyway
0: no but he does want we actually discussed he wants to come to an event which I was very surprised by I'm fucking
1: shocked by that I didn't know that
0: yeah he wants to come at some point I don't know when the fuck that's going to happen because he works crazy fucking hours
1: well yeah but let me say this about him so this is the thing the other thing I really appreciate about him so again without divulging exactly what it is that he does. Even though he is, because a lot of times when he comes to see you, he's a lot of times on the clock, but he has the ability to break free from work. And when he does that, he could be doing anything in that time. He could go home. He could rest. He could nap. He could eat dinner. He could do whatever. And what he does is he stops what he's doing, takes his his time, and he comes to see you. That's a big fucking deal. Again, considering how little free time he has and what it is that he does.
0: Yeah, it really is. I mean, he's just a special person. I am very... Cautious about this situation. I am not rushing into anything. Um, I certainly wouldn't call him a boyfriend at this point. No. But it's also deeper than just sex. I mean, it just is. It's deeper than a friendship. I care about him differently than I have play partners in the past. And it's both really exciting as well as fucking terrifying. So it's just one of those things I'm going to have to kind of live out and, and see how it goes and try not to have expectations, but also try not to be bitter and jaded about it.
1: No, for sure. It's a, it, Listen, we are finding ourselves more and more in these unique situations. Situations, whether it's with you and RJ or myself and Susan or Jade, it's a very, there are all these kind of interesting dynamics at play. In fact, as you and I are recording this tomorrow, you and myself are having brunch with Susan and Jade.
0: Yeah, how weird is that? <laughs>
1: it's well, so they both indep- independently texted me already today and we're you know, super excited about getting together tomorrow. That's going to be an extremely unique situation for both of us because two of my both of my absolute regular friends and play partners are going to have brunch with us and they haven't met each other yet. Yeah. So this is going to be a lot of fun. So, you know, we are finding ourselves in these unique situations I, and I'm I'm excited about it because I've been waiting for something like this to just interject itself into our lives. Well, it right?
0: certainly did. Yeah, out of Let nowhere. And we've you. said
1: it before. This is good. Whatever happens, anything even remotely close to what we're talking about has to be organic.
0: Yeah, you can't go searching.
1: Can't for manufacture it. this. You can't seek it out. You can't.
0: You can't find it on a dating no, app. No,
1: yeah. no. This is this is one of those things that just like, oh, shit, this is really happening. Yeah. You know that's And that's essentially where we're at.
0: So anyway, it's fucking terrifying, but I'll keep you guys updated on it. And honestly, we're going to be sharing a lot more details on this week's bonus episode. We're going to be talking about quite a few things, including if you guys want more of the details and the teasers of some of the stuff we have coming up as far as events and stuff, you're also going to hear that on the bonus episode. So if you're curious, make sure to head on over to Patreon.com slash Porch Swingers. You can also get access to things like our secret telegram group where we chat with people every single day and even Snapchat, where I show my tits and ass a lot. Yeah, and,
1: and also, our patrons, are the folks, our friends that are in Telegram, they get first dibs at all the cool shit at the events. In fact, Denver right now, all of the suites are taken up with all of our friends and Telegram friends and patrons and, you know, everyone that's part of our group because they get the information first and we offer special deals for them as as well because they're our friends.
0: So patreon.com slash Front Porch Swingers for that. Make sure you tune into my OnlyFans. You guys, I've had... Holy hell, so much naughty fucking fun on there. So many hot wife encounters that you're going to get videos and pictures from, including, like I said, that upcoming hashtag podcasters gone wild. So that's OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. If you'd like to see Brian's naughty bits, you can find it at OnlyFans.com slash by hyphen zaddy. We also would love for you to check out all of our upcoming events by heading over to Members.FrontPorchSwingers.com. For those of you coming to Podbash this week, we cannot fucking wait to see you. It is going to be an amazing party weekend and we cannot wait to connect with every single one of you.
1: Yeah. If you thought last year was fun, wait till you fucking see what's going on this year. I can't wait for it. Um. So many fucking cool people. Absolutely.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening.
1: Thanks everybody.